from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. No, Rob Bass. Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. My bad. Pete, now, getting my getting my rappers confused. Regardless, usually when my kids' hockey team is the home team, they need a DJ. So I volunteer, because of course I volunteer. But when I do the music, I don't do it for the kids. I do it for the parents. Oh, yeah. I'm DJing for the parents. So I played It Takes Two uh, during warm-ups. Parents were bopping. I'm like, all right, I picked the right one. That's the move. That's definitely the move. We got some Hey Joe questions. It's brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards. Let's get it. Joe cracked the dog, uh. First one comes from Triangle Sports Ball. Hey Joe, is the shift in UNC's free throw differential justice for Traquavion? <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Hey, North Carolina got to the line 26 times last night, so at least they got that going for them, right? <laughs> What was it? Uh, Appleby, Wake Forest uh, ended up getting a lot of like 40-some-odd times. I don't have the box score in front 42. of me. 42. 42 times, and Appleby had what are 28. All-time great performances at the line. And I-, I could see the sarcastic remarks from some UNC fans about, oh, I bet nobody's going to say anything about this ridiculous amount of trips to the line, as if the last three minutes of that game was completely taken out of context. You, you know how Carolina got back into that game, right? Fouling. Fouling. And, they, I mean, they credit to them. I mean, they made it somewhat of a game. But, my goodness, I think the last two minutes of that game with all the fouls, they ended up taking 20, 25 minutes. There's got to be a way to fix that in basketball. Because that is not a fun... I know strategically it can work for you, and it did for a bit for North Carolina. But, man, that's a brutal way to watch basketball. With that fouling strategy. Brutal. There's got to be a different way to close out basketball games. Well, there is, but we're not going to adopt them. Oh, what's what's the, what's the that mode called that they we saw in the basketball tournament? Yeah. I forgot the name of it now, but it goes into like, all right, you got X amount of time to score X amount of points to wrap this thing up. The, e- the, the Elam, Elam Yeah, ending. I almost said Elon ending, which would mean... Well, yes, that would be the end of Twitter. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> we already have that. So aren't we there? Yeah, we're there. That yeah, the, the, the Elon method is going, what is this thing? I fired all of my engineers. Why is it not working? Anyway, next up. I got a proposition for you. Why is the wheel falling off of my car? <laughs> all right, from Decoy, is it true, speaking of, of wheels and cars... Is it true that NASCAR is going to hold a non-points race on the track at Broughton's <laughs> Stadium? <laughs> yeah, so that, that clash that they did at the Coliseum in L.A. looked cool. I mean, it, from a spectacle perspective, it looked cool as a non-points race. So, of course, the question is, where can you do the next one? See, I think you got to go. I think you got to go outside the box. Outside the box. I don't think you do it inside a stadium. I think what you do is you go to some city's belt line, <laughs> you close it off, and you have them do a lap around the belt line. Just one lap. So in this particular case, I'll use this as an opportunity to bitch about 440. I know uh. one way to get that stretch of 440 between Crabtree and North Hills fixed. Say NASCAR is going to do a race around 440. They'll they'll pave that bad boy in a heartbeat. 
That's city improvement. Or if you really wanted to up the ante, you make these cars and you put tires on them and they have to drive on the conditions we do just to see what happens. That would be fun. That would be difficult. All right. Next up. How you doing? From Justin. Hey, Joe, which I'm car- sorry, Dennis. I was thinking if Wallace Wade still had a track. Oh, yeah. That's where you do it, man. Yes. Rose Bowl and an ass car race. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Sorry. Continue. Not, no, not many places could claim that. No, no. From Justin. Hey, Joe, which current triangle ACC coach will make it the longest at their school? <sighs> now, they didn't specify. Justin didn't specify sport. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing? We're, we're so quick to be like, where's this guy going? I'll, I, I will. I will say this. Let's let's strip. Let's take Kevin Keats out of the equation, right? Because Kevin Keats has been here, and that's that's a separate conversation altogether about what happens with Kevin Keats in the offseason. Let's let's keep this specifically to Hubert Davis and John Shire. If we recognize that college basketball is what it is now with transfer portals, NIL, all that stuff. And we also recognize that there's no obvious head coach to come back and save the day. Because, like, I keep seeing, whoa, what if Hubert Davis is the next Matt Doherty? This is where the analogy does not work, okay? Who said no to Carolina that put Hubert Davis in position to be the coach? Nobody. Oh. Nobody. Roy said no, which then sent Carolina into a search spiral that resulted in Matt Doherty. And then, thanks to Matt Doherty screwing things up out of loyalty, Roy Williams came back. You'd know all this if you listened to Roy, that daggum podcast, which we put out at the end of 2021. Anyway, so there's that. Number two, the reason why Matt Doherty got fired was because he was an ass. I don't know how many times we have to explain this. That is not why Hubert Davis would be let go. And then, of course, it gets to my larger point. Who's coming to save the day? There is no Roy Williams walking through that door. Wes Miller isn't that guy. College basketball has changed that you just can't go and name the the steady coach. Like, was Jay Wright? Jay Wright got out. Jay Wright ain't coming back. Mark Few? Why would he leave Gonzaga? That doesn't make any sense. He gets paid handsomely. So anyway, the, the, the analogies just don't make any sense, and it really grinds my gears. All right, next up. Whoa. From Daniel, hey, Joe, what's a 99.9 The Fan stat that you are currently, or on track to be, the all-time leader in? Ooh. Old sodas drink, drinking. Who do you think, if we measured, if we measured, if we logged minutes? I'm trying to think what would be sports talk radio equivalent of most points scored. So in this particular case, would you agree, Joe, that logging minutes talking would be the stats? There's a longevity skill there, yeah. Yeah, there's a longevity skill there. But who do you think's logged the most amount of minutes saying words? Oh, Adam Gold. Yes. I'm never catching it. No. Never catching it. No. Not happening. And I respect the king. Gold can talk. And talk and talk. A lot. A lot. Even when the microphone's not on. Right. 
And now that Gold is unburdened by having to work with me, and he's just left to his own from you, noon to three. You want to tell the story from how I got a, I got a taste? <laughs> <laughs> you tell the story. <laughs> so, doing a promo. <laughs> Give the company a shout, please. The promo what for Window World? Yeah, for the outdoor game. Yeah, yeah, because we're gonna be out. We're gonna be out there. We're gonna be at the the Fan Fest on Friday, next okay. Friday, and we'll be out there from. We got a lot going on for the start, outdoor game. Starting at four o'clock on Saturday ahead of the outdoor game. So you know, so Window we're, World we, we have got tickets. Yeah, we're doing a show. We're doing this promo. Yeah. that I think it's gonna run on TV. Perfect. Anyway, yeah. So Adam had. Uh, let's just say there's seven lines. Adam had three. Uh-huh. You had three. Uh-huh. I had one line. Yeah. And Adam. After kind of needing a couple takes, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, I'm terrible. I, I have multiple takes all the time. Gets finally gets through it. He's all proud of himself. And then doesn't even let me have my one line. And I look at him, and you're in the room. I go, is this what it was like all yeah. these years? Like he doesn't even give you your one line? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Not even? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, so no. So Gold, that, that's a record that will never be topped. Gold easily has logged the most amount of minutes talking on 99.9 The Fan. Period. Well, especially since he doesn't have those Mike Francesa-like naps. Oh, no. So he doesn't have any lapses. No. Yeah, it's not like he's taking calls and, and he's just nodding off while, I don't know, Sal and Garner is having Adam's, hockey takes. Adam's crowd would not be the G. Come on. Ah, no, it's Oxford now. You got to remember. Oxford, You yes. got to remember Gold's country now, man. He's he out here farming. <laughs> Next up. Yeah! From Coleman. Hey, Joe, the NHL Stadium Series typically has a theme in the field area outside the rink that reflects the culture of the city where the game is being played. What should Raleigh's theme be? That we're not Charlotte. That seems to be our MO now. I want the Shimmer Wall. Shimmer Wall? Yeah. Yeah. I want that oak. Oh, I want yeah. A pig they, roast going. Are they just going to litter acorns all over the place? Could be. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the maybe the stadium series motif. There'll be a wagon wheel because we're gonna get Hootie no, singing wagon geez. wheel. No, no, Darius Rucker will be singing Darius wagon Rucker. wheel. Not the whole Hootie. group could be there. The the whole group Not is in concert on, on Friday. Friday. The PNC Arena. I don't know who. I don't. Have we seen an announcement who the intermission entertainment is supposed to be? No. We haven't seen. We haven't heard. I haven't anything seen yet? anything. No. Okay. It's totally gonna be Darius Rucker. Why wouldn't it be all of Hootie? Hey, maybe they can get Eric Church because Carolina's in town. On Sunday. They are. You know? He won't have to cancel, though. It's probably safe for that Final Four concert this year. <laughs> who's the Who's the App State guy that uh, is also so a Carolina basketball fan? Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll be here. <laughs> who's the other Carolina guy you mean? I don't know. They all, all There seems to be a bunch of App State guys who are Carolina basketball fans, like Luke Combs and Eric, just Carolina Eric Church. Yeah, that's it's a good right. point. That's a good point. It's the OG. Alongside Joe I'm kidding about the stadium series things. If you were seriously going to take this question, my guess is they will do something to kind of identify the local universities. Maybe. I want the shimmer. Give me the shimmer. It's it's. I love the shimmer wall. Okay. Beer? Of course. No, that's not going to be a thing. No? No. Tobacco field? <laughs> no. That's, gonna, that's not going to be it either. Somebody holding somebody holding a sign that says Roy New, you know that would identify Raleigh as well. Anyway, we'll 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 take a quick break. We'll stick with basketball, but to professional basketball, where LeBron James is truly the king. And I got some numerology for you that's pretty wild. Next, I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors 
it's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Last night, LeBron James passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He now has 38,390 points in his career. He did this. He surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, having done it in fewer games. Now, here's where there are... Sometimes you read a, you read something and you go, oh, come on, there's no way. But it was pointed out that last night, LeBron James, who is 38 years old, scored 38 points to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA career scoring record that had stood for 38 years. 38 years. And he now has over 38,000 points. And he did it on February 7th. You know what February 7th is? 2-7? No. The 38th day of the year. Nice. I read that and went, come on. That, that, no. Well, that's much better conversation than the one that gets framed nationally okay. on ESPN about LeBron James. Because this is a conversation that bothers me. Every conversation we have nationally about LeBron James is set up to make the answer be no. Is he the greatest player of all time? And everyone wants to say, no, it's Michael Jordan. Is yeah. he the greatest scorer of all time now? That's the new question. Is he the greatest scorer of all time because he scored the most points? Mm -hmm. And, of course, someone's going to say no because Michael Jordan was a better scorer or Kevin Durant's a better scorer or pick your favorite player who's a great scorer is a better scorer. Sure, sure. Kobe Bryant is a popular one to say. But the question we should really be asking is, is he the best all-around basketball player to ever play in the NBA? And I don't know how the answer is not yes. I don't know how. He is the leading scorer now. He's scored more points than anyone in league history. Yeah. He's fourth in assists. Fourth, okay, in league history. Those are just the counting stats. When you think of Michael Jordan, you think of the six titles, right? Mm -hmm. You think of the shot in 98. Yeah, we right? never think about Washington. No, no, no. It's not even where I'm going. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. You think about the shot. In 98, pushes off against Brian, whatever his name was, and he makes the shot, and everyone's all excited. Mm -hmm. If you want to go back a little bit more, he beat Cleveland in an opening round playoff series that we've assigned extra credit value to because he made it over Craig Elo somehow. Sure. But the, and you want to even go back a little bit more on Michael Jordan, you think of the shot in college he hits as a freshman to help Dean Smith and North Carolina win their first NCAA tournament title for Dean Smith. Those are three shots that we think of with Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. right? With LeBron James, the one play he will ultimately be remembered for 
It's not a shot. Yeah. It's not a pass. It's an unbelievable block. It's yeah. an unbelievable de- Think about that. Yeah. He is the leading scorer in the history of the league. He is fourth, okay, at 6'9". He is fourth in assists as amongst the best passers in league history. And what we will remember about him in a snapshot is a block on a play that he tracked down mm-hmm. Andre Iguodala and saved the playoffs and an NBA title. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to remember about him against an all-time Golden State team. Yeah, speaking of Golden State, I also think about uh, the savviness of getting Draymond Green into a technical sure. situation and him missing the following sure. game. But I, we but we want to be reductive when it comes to LeBron. Yeah. Well, he's not Michael Jordan. I mean, I mean, we we have to break out the no crap exclusive. Well, the the, the, the there's a deeper conversation about Le, there's a deeper conversation about Michael Jordan and the weird parasocial relationship that people have developed with a guy they don't even know and probably barely remember from his playing days because we were young. Okay, and I'm not trying well, to diminish branding LeBron, too. but it's branding, right? It's all it's all part of the branding. I mean, who else get can turn? He was a, a winner, Joe. He never lost in the playoffs ever. You you can well, turn? No, he actually did. That's why he didn't win a title every year he was in the NBA. You you can turn February third, twenty three into twenty three, twenty three Jordan Day. Like, are we really doing like May the fourth be with you now? All of a sudden with mm-hmm. Jordan, like we're really doing this? Have to because we, why? We've been three years now. Removed from the last dance. Yeah, so we have to do new things to remind yeah. everybody of that. So, so that brand is, to his credit, persistent, and people are w- want to carry it. But here's my question. And to be clear, Michael Jordan is the greatest winner in league history. Fine, that's fine. But let's look at LeBron James during his peak time. That would be the four years he played in Miami. Okay. And you talk about complete basketball players. Can you name for me, in the history of the NBA... A guy who could play literally one through five the way that he did in the four years in Miami. Magic is the only thing close enough, and Magic was just not as athletic nope. or as strong nope. or as powerful as, no. as LeBron ever was. It's you know, it's it's one of these things that bothers me with how we talk about history. We think history is this, you know, static thing. There are no changes, there yeah. are no improvements. And people get bothered by how I'll give you an example to make my point. Last night, there was a picture that was making in the rounds all throughout the day of LeBron's shot that got him the record. And in that shot, you see the crowd. They're all holding up phones, okay? They're capturing the moment on the phone. And people are like, God, nobody's living the moment. Well, no, they are living the moment. That's just how we live the moment now. And they showed an older picture of Jordan because it always has to be Jordan. See, nobody's on their phone. Right. What were they supposed to do in 1998? Bring a Kodak disposable camera? What am I supposed to do with my flip phone in 2001? Take a grainy pic? Nobody was doing that because the technology wasn't good enough. Which gets to my larger point about LeBron James. If we recognize that if I were to go back in time with some of the stuff that we can do now and they would think I'm an alien, they would think I'm, they would probably burn me as a, as a magician warlord. What do you think they would do with LeBron James if you just picked him up in his peak heat days and dropped him back in the NBA in 1980? What do you think would happen? He'd win a few. Right. So we got to understand that things change, technology changes, bodies change, and how you assess these things has to change too. So this idea that LeBron James would never be able, look at him, 
Yes, he would fit in just fine in the big bad 90s where we dressed in tacky teal. Trust me, we were a little softer in the 90s than people want to give credit. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com.